in Podcast Detroit, recording live. Prepare yourself for a hoppy drive. If you're chilling at home, pop that crowler and just kick back for the next two hours. It's the end of the week, so here's to the weekend. It's Better on Draft with Rob, Matt, Nick, and Ken. And we are back with the Better on Draft podcast. This is Nick. Still running the board, still haven't broken anything. Still doing the job. <laughs> still doing the job. <laughs> right. We are live at the World Expo of Beer in Frankenmuth, Michigan, the Harvey Kern Pavilion. I got Ed to my immediate right. What's going on, sir? Not too much. How are you? Good. Are you still are you drinking PBR now? No, I switched. You to, switched. Uh, the, they just added Big Bucks Tree Stand, which is a lager. Oh. So still light, but craft beer. Nice. So, okay. I like All right. it. How's that? Is it going good? It's good. It's a it's light. You know they they had the Oracle on, and yep. now they switched over to Big Bucks. So Excellent. I said, let's try that. So that's what I'm going for. right on. Well, we do have this for this segment. We have a wow, why am I so loud? We have a full table. And this is the first time I've, we've had a full table since I've been here today. I'm going to start with my immediate left from Ellison Brewing. Go ahead and introduce yourself and what is it that you do? Hi. Ellison. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Ben. Uh, I handle East Side Sales for Ellison Brewery. Um, so a lot of uh, different things, but mainly uh, just field sales for the most part, a lot of festivals, events, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome on the show. Uh, to my uh, the right on the far side, also from Ellison. Go ahead. My name's Zach. I'm our West Michigan, Northern Michigan sales rep. So I get to do exactly what Ben does. Only I get to go sit my ass up on a beach in Northern Michigan <laughs> and get out on the Slight boats plug. on our wonderful Lake Michigan. And nice. Stuff, so. So we got both the east side and the west side reps from Ellison on the show. Welcome. We do have a couple people also joining us on the far left side of the table. You're from Drafting Table. I know who you are, but why don't you introduce everyone? Aaron, Aaron, owner and uh, head brewer at Drafting Table. Uh, Just happy to be here. And and like I said earlier, pester the... uh Ellison, guys. <laughs> right on. <laughs> now, standing behind yeah, you, I think yeah. he's just going to be, a, I don't know if he's going to be a silent observer, but I'm going to let him, he's going to be a silent Come in when needed. Yeah. No, I, uh, it's uh, Mike from M4 Distributing. Who, Mike from M4 Distributing. Yeah, so I so I have the pleasure of actually representing both these guys in, in cool. various parts. Aaron and Trevor Taylor, the entire state, and then Ellison in various parts of the state. Really quickly, cool. we, we actually had you guys on the show not that long ago. Correct. You were actually. That was a fun show. A wave. Well, you weren't on this in the studio with us. Oh uh, no, I, you remoted I, you in. If I'm not mistaken, I, I was standing on a street corner in Grand Rapids, uh, <laughs> like a call girl uh, calling in oh, and geez. talking about the M Force. Okay. <laughs> Love it. For sure. well, well, we really appreciate you guys coming in on having someone from the show, um, you know, from your from M Four coming and joining with us. And not a problem. Welcome for, and welcome to the show. Uh, so Ben, Zach, um, yes, sir. Th- obviously. This is. I'm going to give you guys the. As why is he? Oh, he's dumping a bunch of stuff. Never mind. Uh, PBR. So, how long have you guys been in the industry? Work or let Let's start with Ellison. How long have you guys been working for Ellison now? The shirt says uh, since. 15. So, so, so Ellison Brewery is at about three and a half years. Um, as far as industry standards go, I've been in the industry about 10 years or so, if you count serving and bartending. For sure, right? Uh, uh, so, started my way up through dishwashing, serving, and stuff like that. Um, but, been in the bar industry, I would say, as far as uh, beer related stuff, so okay. about four or five years, man. Um, so, started out bartending, obviously, um, worked my way up to managing a bar as far as taps, ordering, okay. and stuff like that. Um, All at Ellison, or were you in the East Lansing, Lansing? So, area? Rochester area, believe it or not. 
gotcha. It's about okay. 45 minutes north of Detroit. Um, gotcha. So handled the tap room, uh, 66 tap uh, tap room out there for a while. Um, and then Hurt Ellison was looking for a rep, so I was a big fan of their portfolio and M4 in general, obviously, um, mm-hmm. goes without saying. Um, but, yep, yeah, so I've been with Ellison since February of last year. So right. a year and a few months. So cool. a year and four months or so. And I both just, yeah, just celebrated our one year with Ellison yep. in February, me and April. Okay. Um, before that, I worked for Alliance Distributing for... Little over a year, and then uh, I've been in the restaurant industry prior to that for almost ten years. So, in some capacity, the three tier system for going on ten years now. Yeah. So, so you had someone who's kind of worked their way up the ranks a for little sure. bit to Literally. get to, to where you're at today, yeah. and someone who's kind of been in you know in the around the proximity of where you're at today. Yeah, I, I started out serving when I was 18 and uh, bartending, and ended up uh, so, okay. being a general manager of a bar for about four years. Uh, in, in the Lansing, in, I was in Williamson actually. I was about Williamson. a quarter, yeah, quarter of a mile down from Old Nation. Where were you at? Were you at Tavern 109? No, it was the Pub and Grill, actually. It okay, used, to, used to be called the Bucket. Yeah, so uh, literally right yeah the Bloody street, Bucket. Which right. I didn't know existed until, I mean, I was, I was just always The best Tavern burgers in town. Yeah. Just, just yeah. For half a chance. So, yeah. and then when it's it's, it's a yeah. little tiny uh, hole in the wall. It's a bar that's actually been in Williamson for over 100 years in some right. capacity. Oh, wow. And, Solid burger, uh, though, man. Has gone through, right. no, yeah, no, has gone through being um, anywhere from a pool hall to a <laughs> shitty dive to what it is now, which is a kind of... Easier, I guess, laissez-faire way to say a gastro pub, but not quite. Okay. Um, you can still go in there and get, you know, a burger and fries and a beer for five bucks, and oh, yeah. I'm all leave that. leave very very full. Um, so I, I ran the beer program there for I had 16 taps, and I ran that program for about three and a half years. Okay, and then went over to Alliance and uh, worked for them for like I said about a year. You're in some change um, in multiple facets. I was part of our merchandising teams. Uh, I was a merchandising manager for them for a little while. Sure. Um, was part of their sales teams as well. Um, did sales relief. Did just about everything and anything I could to get my way into uh, a brewery. And uh, I had yep. a wonderful relationship with Ellison. Um, yep. Being so close in Williamston, we were one of the first bars that actually poured Ellison when they first came on the scene in 2015. Sure. And uh, when Kaylin, who has now moved on to Founders. Yep, yep. we've had her um, a couple yep, times. Yep. When she uh, decided that it was time for her to, to leave the brewery, uh, she picked me. And I got very lucky. I... Sat down and had a had a beer with one of our owners, and by two or three beers in, I had a job. And <laughs> wow, uh, like I said, it was a solid good, way to go. It's an awesome I, job yeah, interview. Absolutely, I, I celebrated my one year anniversary with Ellison. Like I said, back uh, two weeks ago, Beer Fest at the Ballpark. Oh, congratulations! Yep. And uh, like I said, it's been a, it's been a wonderful year. Nice, super super happy. Got gotten to meet a lot of awesome people. Aaron, Mike, right across the table, yeah. obviously Ben as well. <laughs> Mike's like, eh. yeah, I get to do, you know, I get to deal with Mike a little bit. Uh, it's so, fun. I enjoy all of it. So it's interesting. We have the East Side and we have West Side Ellison sales reps. Is it, do you guys do like a, like a competition between the two of you? Who can get the most sales? Do you guys kind of? Uh, <laughs> is it kind of like a way to like help drive the business? So or you guys kind of just do your own thing. I'll, I'll speak first. I'll let Zach kind of come in second. For uh, luckily for us, I'm going to knock on wood here. Um, right now, we're in a beautiful state. Um, it's been an explosive. I'd say last year or so for Ellison has been a pretty explosive state. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of expansion for us. Um, two new tap rooms in 2019. We just expanded to the whole state of Ohio as far as for distribution. Oh wow! Um, we're sending beer out to New York, uh, Vermont, Maine. Even sending a little bit overseas as well, so oh, lots really? and lots and lots of expansion. Um, so we've been upping capacity as much as possible, um, but obviously that's a slow grind, yes. um, which we're trying to do as fast as possible. So, um, given the state right now, and I know Mike can probably chime in on this too, uh, we're pumping out as much as we can to our distributors, mm-hmm. um, just trying to uh, meet those limits. And yep. right now has obviously been you know a little bit harder. So. Sure. Yeah, I mean, just trying to keep up. I mean, the one thing I will say. 
Ben and I don't have a very, uh, I guess, competitive relationship. We mm-hmm. we work very well within one another. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the nice things we share. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's we, gotta you know, be we, some sh- sharing of we, it's, it's We have a very. I, I, I guess yes, yeah, yeah, it's a very good, strong bond between both of us as far as going back and forth and sharing ideas. Right. You know, just whether it's you know how are these you know how how are these beers working for you? We bounce ideas off each other almost daily. Okay. Um, and it's rather than being competitive, more or less, it's you know what can I share with you that will help you over on the east side? What sure. am I seeing over on the west side that you might not be, you know, might not be popping up so much over there? And just like I said, kind of having that nice kind of back and forth between both of us as far as competition not not so much i mean it's it's more or less what can we do to help each other sell as much ellison as possible sure and get it out to as many people as possible right absolutely and in the right spot i think yeah. that's you know for right now um you don't we don't have enough volume obviously to be yeah, in we don't need to be everywhere store. Just, you yeah, know the places right that really let's sure. sell support us that, yeah that make, sell, you know, know that and, sure. and like there. you said being around there. for about four years now we've really gotten a good idea of you know who really actually, you know, is great at supporting your brand and, you know, being there, you know, not just, you know, to push the beer, but to yeah. push Ellison you know, and what we are and what we believe in as a, as a brewery. Okay. And just like anything else, man, consistency is key, too. So I yes. think, you know, just obviously with the expansion and the growth, uh, you know, keeping intact and keeping, you know, true to home, obviously, is, you know, so a huge you, deal. So you mentioned expansion. Correct. You expanded into another city mm-hmm. as a, produ- a production facility, brew pub. Uh, so, what, yeah, I mean, so I, being the guy who's over in Lansing quite a bit, I get to see a lot of what we're doing with the expansion. Okay. Um, there's an expansion, just sorry to interrupt, but there's no, an no expansion in Old Town, right? Yeah. So the Old Town location um, is in Rio Town on Washington Square, just oh. down, the, down the street from the Capitol. Oh, right? look, it's Dave Sako from Brew Detroit. Oh, hey, yeah, you're oh, supposed oh. to be here, like, you know. Hello, everybody. Do you know? No, I came in late on purpose. <laughs> Delray. <laughs> Delray. <laughs> Detroit Del just Del uh, arrived Del in the Ray. house, so they, they've come over to say hi. Delray. Um, oh, but, but go on. Yeah, oh, so, um, <laughs> I was going to ask David, you want to sit on my lap? Sorry. He's just over here. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we're out of chairs and microphones. Yeah. So you guys Sorry, are going to have to share. So, yeah, so we're, we're expanding. Um, we've got our Rio Town location, which is right down the street from the Capitol. That should be opening up here in... My best guess would probably be mid to late June. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do predominantly with that space is our sour program that we've been slowly building here over the last couple of years. We're actually we're really you know lucky enough to actually win a gold medal for Maya, which was our uh, pink guava and strawberry Berliner Weiss. I think we took best European sour. Very nice. Um, so we're going to move our entire sour program over to that facility. It's a sixteen thousand square feet building. There's lots of space. Um, it's actually the original facility that we wanted to have for Ellison when we were looking at buildings. The problem was... Funny how that works. Yeah, you know, four and a half years ago, we really couldn't afford that when we were looking at places. And so it, it, it's worked out very well that we're able to actually finally be there and open up something that, I guess, you know, for anybody that's ever been to Ellison, it's mm-hmm. not your typical brewery when you go in. It's not. And it's, it's hard enough to find. Right. Yes. And when you I do... I was yes. say, have you been there, Nick? We're uh, yes. I, yeah. yes. Me and my friend Tony, who's another friend of Ken and I, uh, we went there on our way to a Detroit City FC football match, and yeah. I believe it was against the team, uh, it was against Lansing United. And Lansing Ignite? Uh, no, Ignite. Ignite? Lansing, yeah. Lansing, Lansing United. Ignite is the seven. You like yeah. that's like yeah. the, the Lansing. Uh, the, I think it, yeah. so. Yeah, they the might have changed. They might have changed. Not super right. familiar. But uh, we were on our way to East Lansing, Michigan State, and we, you know, hey, we'll stop at Ellison first. I actually got one of your bottles of uh, vodka nice. from there. 
because I, I think I had a, a, a Bloody Mary there prior. It was like a Sunday morning. Smooth. It was, I'm like, oh, damn, this is really good. So I'm like, you know what? I got to buy a bottle for, for the road home. Not literally for the I road was home. Say, but well, yeah, well. That, that would have caused some problems, you know, especially we were having some of the beer prior to. Judgment-free zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, but, but uh, yeah, I do remember it. Um, we were having a little bit of a challenge to find the. So, oh yeah, it's, right. It's so hard to find the door. I mean, I was right. meandering around one time in the parking lot, and I was like, I asked the vendor that you guys had on site that day. I was like, Hey, where's the door? And <laughs> you they point you look for the, the right grain silos. Yeah, yeah. 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 I say, yeah. I say, yeah. say grain silos yeah. and turn right. You'll find that we got, we've got that sure. park parked. We have that truck parked right out front, and then right. there's that nice garage door in the back. So it's maybe there's a way to get in through here. No, I guess no, that's all the I've gone. Yeah, I've gone by and had to stop and. You guys trying to find the brewery? It's just right around the corner. Right, right, right. Oh, it was around yeah. the corner, but I was just like... It's, it's in an industrial park. It's down Don Avenue, right. um, which obviously one of our namesake beers, Don, Don Street. Street. Yep. Clearly, yep. Um, Paleo, and, right? Yeah, yep. trust. It was one of those yeah. things, too. I mean, it's, it's... I remember a little bit. Especially when it's darker. It's, it's, it's kind of a sinister-looking <laughs> Can't street. even imagine. You get going down there. The first time I, the first time I brought my girlfriend down to Ellison, we yeah. were going down that street, and she's just looking at me like, where are we going? <laughs> I promise you, I'm just just taking you to go see my Where place. Where like, don't, don't worry about right. it. You know? But uh, Rio Town will be a much bigger, yeah. um, big space for everybody to come out. Sure. Uh, you know, more of uh, more Where people expect a brewery well. to be. I mean, sure. it's gonna, yeah. it's you know, it's when you walk in, you kind of expect to see you know those lots of concrete and big bar. Yeah, we're gonna have a. It'll be a little bit of a brew pub. We've been lucky enough to uh, team up with uh, Detroit Frankie's Pizza. Okay. Like Time Magazine threw one to him last year. They named it the best pizza in Michigan. Really? And, uh, yep, Frankie, we're going to have him in at um, pretty much every location that we're going to open. We're opening another one in Indianapolis, which I'll get to I was going to say, we've yeah. talked oh, about really? the Indianapolis wow. yep. location. And uh, so, so for, basically, we're you know we're going to be putting a brick oven into the you know both those locations, and Frankie's Pizza will be available at, mm-hmm. at both the Ellison locations. So we'll have food at this place, finally. We've been doing food trucks for the last three years. At, yeah. At the, at the, you know, I'm excited location. for Indiana. Yeah. It should be a cool spot. Uh, Tellyard was the previous brewery that uh, was in the location before that. I think they were there for less than three years, so yeah, relatively like new location, That's for sure. Um, big space there as well. Yeah. Right. So Block and a half, maybe two, from right from Lucas Oil Stadium. So Oh, wow. Big, yeah, Big Ten championships, oh, so. stuff like that. You're going to have, you know, hopefully Michigan State will be playing in quite a bit of those. And Second right, and right, third location. Ellison, wow. Ellison Brewery right down the street. From that, you know? So it sounds like the, the expansion plan are almost they're they're going pretty oh, yeah. pretty yeah. fast yeah. right now. So we were down there in India. It was kind of an advantageous thing for us. I mean, we had uh, we just expanded from a ten barrel brew house to uh, what is a. 30-barrel brew house now. Oh, which wow. actually came from Toyard, so yeah. it was quite a process. And I was going to say, you told me that they, we they switched them. the... You yeah, flipped right. them. You flipped so them. we sent our 10-barrel down to uh, that... Once we decided that we were going to go ahead and, and move into that facility, we sent our 10-barrel brew house down there. Wow. So they'll be brewing all the beer for on-site down in Indianapolis. Um, yeah. And probably just going to be there for now. We're not going to... We're not really looking at distribution in India. Sure. Um, it'll be, you know... Same kind of thing as as uh, the Rio Town location. Be a nice okay. little brew pub, good food, good pizza, great beer. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful location. You can see back into the you know facility and really see what's going on back there. Um, we really, anyway, like I said, anyone that's been to the East Lansing location, yeah. transparency being able to see what we're doing back there. You sit down and you're about five feet away from being in right. our brewing facility. Right, sure. Put so, your hand in the beer and yep, that was yeah. Put your hand out. So. We we kind of blew out a couple walls and uh, made it a little bit easier for people to see what's going on back there too. Over in India. so we're really excited about that location to open as well. And that's going to be the same kind of timeline we're looking. I think that one's 
damn near finished. I think we're just getting some licensing stuff taken care of. There's a lot of chirping going yeah, on. There, yeah, there is, yes. Yeah, it, it, it should be, oh yeah, we're getting all that. Yeah. When, when are we going to open? When are we going to open? When are we going to open? Uh, soon. Licensing's fun. Dealing with contractors is fun. Oh yeah, that's always, I'm um, sure that's always a blast. Yeah, you know, yeah, so right. it's just, we're working on it. Both locations are still 100% go. We have no plans in moving or relocating anything. East Lansing will always be our production facility. That's right. where the beer is being made. The tap room will always be there. We just want to have, you know, some other ways to, you know, get Ellison to the masses. And right. I think a brew pub is definitely a great option. Definitely. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's fo- let's switch over to, we're, we're here at the World Expo Beer. You guys, is this, how many oh, years? Oh, yeah, we are. How many guys? How many times have you guys been here? Uh, so this, me personally, this is my second time. Second so I was here time. last year. Two as well. for me as well. Yeah. Two and two. And then Ellison's yeah. been here. We've been here every year, I think. Yeah. Every every year. Year. And then I, well, I mean, I have visited um, as a Maybe. non-brewery, sure. so as a regular patron. But uh, sure. with brewery is my second time. So and this here's a this is gonna be a question for everyone at the table since now we have five guests at the table. <laughs> we almost had more too, too, but they, yeah, they, they, they came over. They and ran around. Yeah. They 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 essentially might stop by too. So. I guess here's here's a question for all you guys, and we'll, we'll kind of just go around the table real quick, starting with uh, with Ben. Uh, when you come to an event as big and as known as World Expo Bear, or even the Guild Festivals, but we'll, let's focus on web, on web. What do you look to try to get out of out of an event like this? This is the networking. Is it the people that you're trying to get? Uh, what's what's the goal for you, especially as a sales rep? What's your goal? That pulled pork like they had back here in the yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> anyway, that was all I asked. Yeah, the PBR. That was that was all I came for. <laughs> uh, personally, man, for uh, any event, I would say this size, I exposure. I would say you know it'd be probably number one. Um, you know, this is an area, especially in Frankenmuth. Um, you know, we're in a we're in a different part of the state, right? Um, so we're in, we're in an area specifically where me being an Eastside guy, I don't spend a whole lot of time personally. Um, so as far as brand exposure, I think that's huge. Yeah. Um, and just see a different amount of people that come to an event like this. A uh, wide variety of breweries, right? Um, you get a bunch of different breweries from, I guess, essentially all over the world, you right? You see a huge draw. I mean, there's people, there's volunteers here that are literally, they plan their vacations on coming here to volunteer at a beer fest, which to me seems a little strange, but right. still probably a pretty <laughs> fun, sure. probably For still sure. fun enough vacation. Right. Yeah, man. So, so yeah. exposure, yeah, um, and then obviously at web, uh, you know, where we're hanging out now, you know, this hospitality area obviously really fun you know yep. getting everybody together Sorry, getting us a chance to do stuff that we're doing what we're doing right now absolutely yeah i mean uh, we got you know four different you know, four different co- uh, companies working to get you know sitting definitely. at a table talking about stuff that we are really passionate about yep. you know not a saturday uh, drinking a on a PBR. saturday <laughs> on a nice day you know the weather's been very very good here in yeah Trenton. it's been very cooperative and that's what it's all about though i mean it's 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 not really anything we look at you know in a competitive sense we're sitting here at a table with people that we enjoy to be around yeah people we enjoy to talk with and i mean that's the nice thing about these festivals you get all these people together yep what makes web so much fun is is honestly being able to see all the other reps owners brewers everybody from all these different breweries that you don't get to see even at guild guild fest is awesome but everybody's running all over the place getting stuff set up and taken care of and yeah you're busy and you know for this it's 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 two days that we all just kind of get to kick back watch our beer get poured taking a couple medals if we're lucky enough and hang out with a bunch of people and meet people too that you have. I met Aaron today or yep. yesterday. You, know, yep. you get to meet a Sweet. bunch of people that you know you would not see yep. normally. You know, in your everyday travels as a beer rep. So, Aaron, you were one of our first guests in the Ferndale studio yep. three years ago. You and Kristen came in the day before we uh, opened. Yeah, but was it the day I before? Remember, was I remember the listening before, to that yeah. one. Yeah. So yep. we've got to see you guys grow into what you guys are today we, same question as I asked Ben and, and, and Zach kind of kind of supplemented the answer 
what do you get out of these kinds of events, especially as big as as Web? Yeah, well, I've, I've got, I definitely have to agree with the exposure part of that. Um, you know, again, we're, we're we're still quite small, even though we have grown quite a bit over the last three years. Um, but yeah, just uh, you know, I'm, I, actually, just being out there, seeing a lot of our funny enough, seeing you know mug club members out there. Yeah. Um, so, so people from Metro Detroit. Um, which is our you know, predominant market, the core um, area. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, um, and, and you had mentioned, or Zach, you mentioned about people planning their vacation around this. So, a lot of people from Metro Detroit. Yeah. You know, planning, looking forward to this weekend every year. Um, so, yeah, those those people are, are certainly, um, you know, it's good to, to get exposed to them. Sure. Yeah. Now, Mike, now you're coming from the distribution side of things mm-hmm. as a distributor. At a beer festival, whether it's Guild or Web or anything smaller, anything in between, what about you? So, I, 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 you know, focusing on Web, I, I think the biggest thing for us with Web is, um, you know, as everyone's keep on saying exposure, but it's a great opportunity for us. You know, you know, we don't handle else in this market, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, we, we did bring four of the breweries here. You know, we brought you know Drafting Table, brought Rivers Edge out of Milford. Yep. We brought uh, Witches Head Brewing coming out of South Line and then Brewery Detroit, which uh, Dave's going to is sitting next to me. Yep. Um, so for us, you know, it, it's it's great because it's outside of Witches Hat. This is the first time that any of those other three breweries have actually been at this festival. Okay. So it, it's a great uh, way for them to get exposure, get more people out there, and really like you know, as everyone said too, it's it's. The way that, that, that festivals now are being structured, it's very hard for us outside of the guild festivals to really do, do any work at these festivals because yeah. of the way that the MLCC is structured. So it's really an opportunity for us to come up here. You know, I've been coming to this festival for you know almost ten years now. Sure. Uh, I mean, I've been selling beer in Michigan for you know fifteen years, and I've been coming here for a long time. And it's really evolved into basically it's a great way to see old friends, see people we haven't seen in a while. Yes. Uh, we, and we always make jokes of you know if you need to find me, I'll be hanging out in a van down by the river. That's that's <laughs> with you in the pretty, literally literally, literally, literally my van is over there. It's by the river. Uh, but but it, it, it's just a great way for all of us to kind of come and hang out and, and get away from not only all the day to day stuff that that these guys have to do in the breweries, um, you know, and their respective breweries, and, and what we have to do on the wholesale side. But just kind of get a chance to decompress a little bit, have a little yep. bit of fun. And, you know, just kind of preach as much as we can, uh, you know, the gospel of great beer and what we're trying to do as a wholesale company. But also, most importantly for us, what, what these guys as, as partner breweries yep. are, are, are trying to do. And, and you know, they say even though we don't sell Ellison up here, you know, we'll still support them whenever we can when we're up here because we do sell, you know, we do sell them down in Metro Detroit. So that's yes. the biggest thing for us. Excellent. So uh, Dave from Brew Detroit yes, has also joined us as well. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, same question. Yeah. Being that... Now you're coming from the metro, obviously from Detroit, Detroit proper. Right. An event in Frankenmuth. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys what do you, what do you look to get well, out of this kind of event? I just come here to beer. drink free beer and eat free food, and that's pretty. Well, much that's it. A, that's <laughs> always a bonus. <laughs> I, I, no. I, uh, <laughs> uh, aside from like uh, taking the exposure thing a little bit further for us, I'll say that's definitely a definitely a, a, a focal point uh, but for us we just really started distributing our own stuff not too long yes. ago so along the same lines as you know drafting table like we need to really be out here um, mm-hmm. people know who we are but they're not really sure who we are sure. uh, so they want to try some stuff so you know hanging out lingering around the booth sure, and uh, letting people know, yes. <laughs> letting letting people know uh, what we have, uh, and uh, just talking. The biggest question is, you know, where are you guys located? So, people yeah. know the name. Yeah, they've seen the beer. They 
just they have no idea that we have a physical location and where that physical location is. So right. it's in um, Detroit. It's in Detroit. It's in Corktown. <laughs> it's somewhere. Uh, but uh, no, it, it, it's really really cool to uh, just engage in conversation with people who are drinking everybody yeah. uh, everybody's beer and saying what do you like. And I'm not even concerned about what they like from Brew Detroit. I just want to have a conversation with these people and sure. and say what what are you drinking? Because to be honest with you, it gives you an idea of really what people are interested in. You can take that back to the brewers and say, man, I talked to 25 different people that you know said they really like you know a crisp, clean. Mexican style lager out of Brew Detroit called Cerveza del Rey. So we should keep doing that. Uh, Professional bills there. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, no, it's a lot of fun too, and you get we get to hang out with our friends and yes. uh, on on a different level. You know, like we'll run into each other in the market because we're all out there all the time. Um, doing the hustle, yeah. Exactly, yeah. and something like this, it's not like we're competing for shelf space or tap handles or whatever else. We're just able to enjoy each other's companies, tell funny stories about. Uh, shit we've seen on the road and uh, uh, what happened to us last week at so and so you know liquor store bar night. or yeah. last night yeah and, and this is and, and, and this is kind of like a good example of the camaraderie <laughs> yeah. totally behaved yeah. and this, this is a great example of the camaraderie in the craft beer industry in Michigan we yep. have we have uh, Central Michigan, we'll call it Central with in, with with Ellison because Lansing's kind of in the middle. In the middle. We yeah. have Drafting Table, who's kind of in the middle between Ellison and Brew Detroit, and then we have over in downtown Detroit, Brew Detroit, and then we have M4, who is not a brewery altogether, but they're still involved in making, yeah. in getting the pro- actual product out to those those mom and mom pa type you know places or yep. even in some of the party stores or you know uh, department stores or anything like that so this it just this is this particular interview this hour half hour <laughs> is a good prime example of the camaraderie that comes right. with this industry which yeah. i find you can't find that anywhere yeah here's the, the, the cool thing too that i want to i want to give uh, mike and megan a shout out right now because uh, I've been around the industry, um, not necessarily selling beer at a brewery for you know sure. about ten years or so, paying attention to what the hell's going on here. And uh, one of my first uh, you know ventures into craft beer, I, I promoted craft beer events. And the biggest lack that I had was there was zero distributor, uh, you know, backing or anything promoting wise for the breweries. And I thought it was really strange that sure. that happened. Uh, with us being with them for. They probably promote more than any distributor uh, that I've ever seen since the past 10 years. Um, they're out there way more uh, in promoting these events uh, for us, and that is probably the biggest help, especially with us being... Within MLCC regulations. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yes, of course. Always. I mean, you really want to know why you have all these uh, people pull, right pull, the, pull the, the microphone. Yeah, I mean, you really want to know why you have all these people sitting around the table right now, and it's... That relationship, the relationships that are fostered through Mike and Megan, and what M4 is. Yeah, I mean, in in some capacity, somewhere in Michigan, all of these brands are represented by M4, and that's the reason why you have all these people sitting around this table. Michelle from Rivers Edge is here also, and and Chris is here too. So they they just don't want to be in the microphone. They just walk up as well. Yeah, we see see Kristen hiding in the corner over there. Hi, Hi. Hi. (laughs) we got we got ourselves quite the crowd building up. M4 rolls deep. It's like popular right here. That, uh, that's that's just uh, it's really cool to see the evolution of what 
in my opinion, I've always seen a distributor should be as far as the promotion level of promoting brands. Okay. And they do it very well with all of their brands, that's not it. just the ones that make them the most money. That's that's yeah. That's good. That's, that's good. That's I mean, what we yeah. want. That, that I mean. Uh, I, I think we kind of got Dirty that. Frank's I want that. When M4 was on the show, uh, I think it was about a month or so. Yeah, I think yeah. we, we kind of got that vibe that, you know, you, you want to have that, that, that basically, Dave, what you just, Dave and, and Zach, that's what you described, is have that relationship between distributor and brewer. Not the ones that just, you know, make you the most money, but, you know, the ones that that you have under your portfolio make sure you share them the, that mutual equal respect between all your brands yeah. and, the, and, I'll let Mike speak I was, to I, I, I was just going to say that, 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 that that's great to hear our brewers say that um, yeah, i got to go check on our booth right now uh, uh, Zach's yeah. going to go run away got to run bye Zach uh, so, so that, that, that's great to hear and, and that's one of the reasons why we really do it um, we our primary focus as I mentioned before is just we want to bring great beer to the people and uh, we want to work with people like Brewery Detroit, like Drive's Table, like Ellison, like Rivers Edge, yep. like Ascension, all the other breweries that we work with, which has had everybody else that, that's here today and the rest of the portfolio that we represent. Sure. And just really bring great beer out and, and, and have fun while doing it and trying to do it from a different standpoint uh, and do it from a brewer standpoint and do what is best for the beer, not what is best for us. So I appreciate it. It, it, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy and tingly when I have uh, <laughs> our brewer partner say that about me. So thank you. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, as a distributor, I think that's definitely what you shoot for is is to get is to get that kind of feedback because at, at that point you know you're doing, yes. your, doing you're, your job. If you're doing a good job and if, if you're doing what you should be doing for your brewer partners, that's that's what you that's what you strive for. Definitely. So, Excellent. so uh, I know Zach had to go and check on the table. So. Uh, to get it a little wrap up here, so Ben, where can they find Ellison Brewing? The the social medias, the webs, the website, the physical location. Where can we find Ellison Brewing? For sure, for those uh, that have never been there. Before. Yeah, man. Uh, as far as website, just Ellison Beer. So super simple there. Um, just our name, E L L I S O N dot Beer. Um, but as far as social media for the rest of the things, um, obviously just anything with Ellison or Ellison Brewing, uh, you're going to find us. Um, so pretty simple as far as that's concerned. Um, but yeah, man, uh, quick expansion. So we're in over a thousand locations across the whole state. Um, Congrats. Domination, uh, obviously. Uh, I'm going to say this is because Zach's not here on the east side, obviously. So uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of product in Detroit and in Metro Detroit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, just like we touched on earlier, uh, obviously our recent expansion to Ohio. Um, yep. It's just core products there, so we're rolling with Dawn Street, uh, our Hazy Pillow, like we talked about, Amber Ale, Crescent Fresh, which is our West Coast style yes. IPA, and then Tiramisu Style, which is Love the Tiramisu Style. Yeah. I agree. That is top notch yep. right there, for sure. Tell them to keep on churning that out. Absolutely. You're um, going to have a solid but, uh, buyer in me. And <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Consistency's key. Um, so keeping, uh, again, uh, we are a vegan brewery, so no dairy additives ever, uh, no milk sugars, oh, no wine toast, uh, anything like that. So we're going to stay true to that. Cool. Sweet. At least is, uh, that's the plan for now. So, uh, uh, Aaron, do you, do you have anything for over there at Drafting Table? Anything coming up? Just sure. keep drinking yeah. all of the Pro Pills. Pro, <laughs> pro, pro Pills is back Monday, so that's exciting. Oh, pro Pills is back yeah. on Monday. Yeah. So yeah, that will be, uh, be, for those that are probably downloading <laughs> this, that'll be the 20th. Yeah, we ran out for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Mike's um, <laughs> fault. Yeah. The wait is over. <laughs> Selling. No, uh, Dave, what about you over at Brew Detroit? Anything coming up? Uh, yeah, man, we got a really cool event coming up July 13th out at the brewery. Um, it's basically our summer brew bash where we're going to have taco trucks. Uh, we'll have uh, some wine. We'll have, uh, obviously, our beer there. Uh, we'll be introducing uh, some malt tails. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you wait for this one. There's going to be a lot more information coming okay. out about this. Okay. Uh, we've All been right. testing uh, because obviously with being a brewery and having the license, Sneaky. we can't do spirits. So sure. we have to find other ways to do this. And, sure, uh, sure, sure. Uh, I made a mojito with this stuff the other day, and it tasted absolutely phenomenal. So All right. uh, okay. I'll okay. start promoting a lot of this stuff once we come out, but those will be there. Um, and then we're doing a, a, a brewery-only release for Cloud 19 New England IPA and uh, quickly doing the variant uh, Blackberry Cloud 19 uh, can release only. Those will be in the, our big-ass cans okay. that we can right behind the bar. And, and then, obviously, everything that says at Brew Detroit. All right, right on. Uh, Mike from M4, do you, do you, do you want to share anything that's, that you guys got? Uh, so, uh, directly mission-related, you can actually come in, and, and I'm not trying to step on Dave's parade, because there's another event on July 13th as well, uh, Wiffle. Okay. Uh, which is the Williamson International Festival of Loggers, uh, oh, which yes. is uh, which is actually put on by uh, Old Nation Brewing Company. Yep, it's a great opportunity to come out. Uh, all the breweries that uh, we've been talking with today in this segment will all be represented there. Okay, uh, and then and then we're working with a, a bunch of brewers from around uh, the U.S. to bring a bunch of people into the state they've never been in the state before. Which wow. Is, is mind daunting, and then and, and then even a little bit closer than that. Uh, in two weeks, there's a little beer festival called Nucleate Beer Festival, which is uh, co-hosted by the homies over at uh, Speciation Arts and Ales, which we represent, okay. and then uh, their friends Homes and Transient in Ann Arbor. And it's uh, a, a lot of beer that you'll never ever see ever ever again in the state of Michigan. Will be there at that wow. event. So that, and that's that's June first. So. Okay. That's, I don't think that's my ever sphere heard about any of those breweries. <laughs> yeah, that's my sphere for the next six weeks. So sweet, wow, cool. All right, oh, well, man. again, uh, Ben, Zach from Ellison, Aaron from Drafting Table, Dave from Brew Detroit, and Mike from N4 Distributors. Thank you all. This has been this has been a blast. I appreciate it. Agreed. We Thank appreciate you, that you guys yeah, taking the time out. Enjoy the rest Thank of you. the expo. And uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we got one more brewery left to go, and uh, we will be back with more of the Better on Draft podcast. Don't go away. And we are back with the Better on Draft podcast live from the World Expo of Beer, Frankenmuth, Michigan, Harvey Kern Pavilion. I still have Ed with me. Still yeah, here. I, I, I haven't scared him yet. Right. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, uh, I had to get away from the beer for a moment. I had to get the water. I think you here. stole my water. Can you grab me that? Uh, can you well, I didn't give me over yeah, here. I can steal it though. Okay. Okay. The, Appreciate are, it. What did you switch to? I switched to. It says uh, Genesee Ruby Red, and okay. it's pretty damn good. Okay. So I, right. I like it, and I see our guest over here also is is drinking it yes. as well. Yes. And uh, would you please introduce yourself to the masses, please? Uh, yes, my name is Steve Bushka. I'm the brewmaster at the Frankenmuth Brewing Company, and yeah, this is pretty damn good beer. It's damn good beer. <laughs> nice and uh, grapefruity. I'm gonna have to see if I can scam a, a, a sample before I go here, before we end up here, uh, end the show here. Steve, this is the home. We're going to call it the home field advantage, if you will. I'm this going to is, call it this that. This is the this is the backyard uh, is the brew ba- festival. The backyard of Frankenmuth Brewing. Um, when you see, uh, you've been. Uh, in the, Ed was able to put this together. We had a little change in the programming schedule. Ed was able to put this together on a fly, and I had to do a little quick little background as to where you're from. You've been with Frank and Muth for a couple of years now, right? Um, I've been with Frank and Muth for almost five years. Five years. Yes. So when you see now World Expo Beer, and you've been with Frank and Muth Brewing for five years now, and you see all the people come to this little city in Michigan, having all the beer in the world, having your beer, what, 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 what kind of feeling does that give you? 
You know, it gives me a warm and fuzzy because, you know, (laughs) anytime a whole bunch of beer drinkers all get together, it's a good time. Yes. I mean, we all have this, um, you know, a similar passion for beer Mm -hmm. and uh, consuming beer, and it's a great time. Yes. I mean, our last segment we had... Uh, we had Ellison, we had Drafting Table, we had Brew Detroit, we had N4 Distributing. We, I mean, we had a whole we had a whole table here. It was full. A, a full, full table. table. And, you know, we were talking about that camaraderie in the industry, and I, I'm, I'm assuming you see that here. Oh, absolutely. It's part, so, part of your job as you well. You know, unlike any other industry, I mean, if you're in the computer industry or medical industry, if you find something out, you try to keep it to yourself and patent it and whatever. In the brewing industry, we're all cool with it. We're Basically, if you share something that you know with your brother, you shorten the learning curve, yep. and that's another good place to have a delicious beer. Yeah. That's everybody's philosophy. Right on. Uh, how long have you been in the industry? Oh, I've been in the industry. Yeah, I'm an old guy here. I've been uh, oh. doing this professionally since 1991. 91. 91. Now, where, 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 where were you prior to Frankenmuth? Uh, prior to Frank Muth, I spent uh, 11 years at Bell's in okay. uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay, the Bell's, the Bell's, the Bell's. Brewery, yes. So back in the infancy, it was it was back in '91. It was a little bit different time. I mean, we used to bring beer to uh, parties and give people beer, and they take a sip or I pour it in the glass and sure. it'd be black, and they'd be like, "What'd you do to this beer?" <laughs> and like a little freaked out. Or uh, why is this so bitter? Is you know completely different time. You know everybody's palates have changed, and it's a great time for beer. Yes, I mean we we see all the different trends going on. Uh, I'll hit on a couple: the bourbon barrel age, the brutes, the nipas. Uh, I'm sure the excuse me the sours, the gozas. I mean, there's so many different trends out there. As a as a brewer in in Frankenmuth given kind of like the culture of the city that german culture is there is there like an earth like a is it important to kind of stay true to roots of of, of that german culture or does frankenmuth kind of do try to like branch out a little bit so my philosophy is this if you're going to brew a german half of eisen mm-hmm. brew a german half of eisen sure i mean but if you're going to brew a peanut butter cup chocolate stout with <laughs> marshmallows and donuts you, you do it up i mean the, go for it you can color you can color within the lines of the beer styles now mm-hmm. and color way outside of the lines sure and it, it, it's all good if, if you can uh we're all about selling pints of beer if you can uh sell that pint of beer yep. you should do it up <laughs> rather blunt answer i would say hey hey you know <laughs> right well good to too but i would say you know with that uh, you were hinting at nick the uh german tradition of frankenmuth but um we were talking before we went on air about the uh the way that you have expanded Frankenmuth Brewery to having different types of beers and stuff like that. Has that been kind of your goal of Frankenmuth, or have you been well, trying to stick to the tradition? You know, Frankenmuth is a traditional German brewery, and we do brew traditional German beers. But the craft beer consumer is not only all kinds kind of style, but it's what's next, what's new. Yes. So that's everybody has got that juggling act. Sure. I mean, it's, you know, back in, you know, the mid-90s, you used to brew like six or seven styles of beer, and, mm-hmm. and that was a lot. I mean, back then, most breweries brewed like one or two styles of beers, right. the giant macro breweries. Now, if you're not brewing 30-plus different beers throughout the year, 
you, you're, <laughs> you're behind the curve, and some guys even do considerably more than that. Right, right. We, we, you see them here, and you see them at Web, and you see them in the markets and everything like that. So um, what has been your background with craft beer? What has been your namesake as far as uh, brewing beer with, with Bells or with your history of, of so, beer? I, I guess maybe, you know, back in the day, um, Bell's Two Hearted, um, myself and mm-hmm. my friend who has uh, passed away, Rob Scala, we uh, ordered a bunch of Centennial Hops, which is a brand new varietal of hop, and I kind of bullshitted uh, Ralph Woodall about <laughs> how big the brewery was, and he <laughs> sent us lots of hops, and we were brewing, you know, 30-some gallons at a time, so we just... We had lots of hops to play with, so we just <laughs> used a lot of them. Our, our inspiration was Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and Anchor Liberty. Th- those were the two at the market on that time. Those are the two benchmarks okay. of beer. Benchmark and IPAs. Benchmark IPAs or, or pale ales. Okay. So we were just trying to kind of one-up that. <laughs> kind of shoot the shit and figure well, out exactly. what Bells could create. That well, and, and it wasn't really. I mean, it, it was on it was on Bell's time, but it was you know after you know back then, you know we would make beer during the day, and then after work we would drink beer and make homebrew. Okay, so we. I mean. <laughs> I guess we didn't really have that much of a life back in the day, <laughs> but you created Two Hearted. So yes, me and me and me and my friend Rob Scallet, we uh, we did a collaboration on that. That's yeah, great beer, great beer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> excellent beer. Yes, <laughs> it, it simply put, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so what is there a beer? So now that you've been at Frankie for five years, yes. Yeah. Have you now? And you've been doing this for some time. Is there styles that you kind of like? Well, what the hell were they thinking? Since you've got to see craft beer in, in some of its infancy stages, and now we're in 2019, we're seeing all these crazy ass trends. Yes, they're crazy, right? What trend that's out there now, or style that's out there now? They're like, what the hell were they thinking? So you know, if we would have been having this conversation a year ago or more than that. <clears throat> So everybody, the the East Coast size PAs to me didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, for the most part, I try to make my beer, get my water chemistry correct, and make my beer crystal clear without sure. filtering. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, the those never really hit my taste buds. But uh, not, up until like two months ago, I find one that I'm gonna, you know, knock off. Thank you, Crooked Stave. You gotta make a great East Coast IPA. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Frank Kamuth is going to f- finally make one. And that, that oh, wow. is my selfishness of... I, I always like to make beer that I like to consume. I mean, you, you never see a brewer and you hand him his own beer and he's like, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you got to You got to love the beer you make. So so, so when you're not drinking Frank Kamuth, oh, I, I what, enjoy, what do you kind of I, I enjoy all kinds of beer. All I kinds? Mean, every kind of beer. Is there one that is always a constant go-to that you could always count on that won't ever let you down. You like, know what? For me, it's like if, if, I, if I'm staying out of the craft beer, I'm going to pick on PBR. There's PBR in the, in the, in the shelter. You, you know, that's uh, – you, you caught me. <laughs> you caught me. Yeah, that, it's that okay because if you we, – we, there's a saying, and we kind of stole it from one of our sponsors, North Center Brewing over there in Northville, Michigan, on North Center Road. Um, if it's a good beer, if you'd like it, then it's a good beer. 
And that's Agreed. that that's that's a been a saying that they've been saying since they opened. Yep. And then we've kind of stole it from them. Yeah, you know, granted they're a sponsor of ours, but it's true. I mean, if you like it, it's a good beer. It doesn't matter if it's craft, macro, whatever. PBR, you can knock it all you want. It's a good beer. I agree. And it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, and it's cheap. And it, it, it tastes like beer to me. Yes. It does. I mean, I mean, it's your typical. Was adju- I'm horrible with styles. I just drink the damn stuff. What? Adjunct. 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 Adjunct? Yeah. Is that what it is? I'm really bad with styles. I just drink the beer and I talk. And I talk to guys <laughs> like you. Talk to all the other people that were here that joined us. I, that's that's my role on the show. So I leave it to the styles like Ed and and, and Ken and, and Rob <laughs> and all the and Matt. Matt's too busy doing beer box right now. But. Giving me more credit than I deserve, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. But yeah, no. To to go back to uh, you know go to i'm kind of add like all the other crap beers i i try everything i mean in my refrigerator at home i probably have don't listen to this mom probably 20 different kinds of beer <laughs> condiments and beer kind of sure. condiments and beer that's about it huh um let's kind of switch gears back to the festival here at world expo beer what being that this is like your like, this is your home core this is your home your 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 home in Frankenmuth, everyone knows Frankenmuth Brewing. If, especially if you come to visit as a tourist, or you're here for web, or any, or just to go to get Zender's Chicken, you're going to go past Frankenmuth. You're going to see Frankenmuth Brewing as brewer at an event like this in your hometown. What do you look to gain out of this? Like what what could you gain out of an event like this? You know, for the most part, when you come to a, a big festival like this, where the where the brewery is going to gain is like. Three hours before the place is elbows and jammed, yes. and then when this cl- place closes at ten oh one, look out. Same thing. Ugh, I mean, right? it's it, Frankenmuth. Uh, I always consider Frankenmuth like a giant stationary cruise ship. Everybody comes to the cruise ship, <laughs> has fun, and then books it the other way. Frankenmuth doesn't doesn't troll around. Everybody trolls to Frankenmuth. Oh jeez. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I, I like that metaphor, That's, especially with the Christmas. Yeah, when you're oh, feeling yeah. Christmassy, I'm going to go Frankenmuth. Exactly. And, and Browners is right down the street right. Christmas all the time. Right. So, <laughs> I I mean, there's I mean, on the weekends, there's always people here. There's people always at Bavarian Inn. Um, me and my, my wife, you know, my girlfriend at the time, but my wife now, we did a tour of Michigan. Our first stop was in Frankenmuth. It was the first stop on, on our you know, week long trip. We ended in Jackson. There's nothing in Jackson except bowling, Jackson. which is another story. But first stop was Zenders, and then Frankenmuth, and those they're almost synonymous with each other when you're when you're here in this town. And you know, you, you see a festival of this magnitude, it's just, just kind of it, it kind of kind of kind of warms you warms your heart a little bit to see an event like this in such a small little town. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, the crazy thing about a festival like this is. Every two to three weeks, there is an event. Probably not this big. What are they saying? Ten to twelve thousand people are yeah, showing up. Sure. Any given like random weekend, there's five to eight thousand people at a random festival that oh, show geez. up here. So, like I said, it's a Frank Muth is a stationary cruise ship. Everybody comes, <laughs> has some fun, and just. Just, just, minus the, just minus the tropical weather. Exactly. Right. That's, right. That's <laughs> Michigan. Exactly. I mean, but well, as we said, the weather has been very, very um, cooperative today. Yeah. I mean, it looks it's gotten a little overcast now, but uh, the sun was here for a while. 
Um, let's let's go over to the brewery. Let's what's going on at the brewery. Um, what, what kind of, is there anything that you can kind of share with us that? So basically, the- you know, the we're selling every drop of beer we make. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're kind of uh, we're kind of landlocked at the brewery for um, fermentation capacity, so we can put out maybe five thousand barrels a year. We probably sell mm-hmm. twenty five or more percent of it across the bar. So that's a that's a good that's a good business plan for the Frankenmuth Brewing Company. Sure. And then everything else we uh, outlet to uh, distribution. Right. So yeah. I was going to say you can pick up. I've seen in the past five years or so um, the the half of Eisen pickup, yep. the sixty nine and batch IPA that's picked up. You know, you can see it in distribution. Yeah, are those the only ones? Or I've seen a few twenty two bottles that have been in distribution as well. Or so most recently, we're uh, testing the waters with some cans. Okay, we have we did our half of Eisen in cans, and we also put like you mentioned our old Detroit. In cans, yes, and we're going to on Monday. We're going to have our just cruising, which is a session IPA, mm-hmm. in cans, and we're going to have our pilsner also okay. in cans. So good, that's all good. So, are you going to put Hellas Lager back in cans? So you know what, and that was going to be the third surprise <laughs> that everybody. We almost had to ban a guy from Facebook because every post we ever put on there. His comment was, what about Twisted Hellas? Twisted Hellas, that's it. And you know what? Finally, if you're listening out there in a podcast world, dude, we're going to have some Twisted Hellas on (laughs) Wednesday. That's not me, but thank you. Good Lord. I mean, on Untapped, it lists it as no longer in production. So uh, I'm glad that it's going to come back. So that's a good one. So, you know... Speaking of production, that, that's how it works. I mean, the Twisted Hellas and Pilsner and Dunkel and things like that, those are all like 30-plus day beers. I've got a total of nine tanks. Wow. If I've got, you know, if I've got 50% of my tanks sitting for 30 days with the same beer mm-hmm. in them, that's, you know, less variety at the at the sure. pub. So right. it's, it's a juggling act <clears throat> to sure. keep everything going. So what are the, so the mainstays, it would be Batch 69. It, yes. It would be the Hefeweizen. What, what are some of the other main... I, Mainstays outside of those two that you guys would normally have at the tap house. And- so in Metro Detroit, we sell a whole bunch of uh, Old Detroit, and most Old recently Detroit Amber, right? Old Detroit Amber Ale, yes, yes. And most recently, which I never thought in the past like ten years, which would take off, is a uh, is our Hot Rocket, which is a jalapeno blonde. It's what? a blonde ale infused with jalapenos. Oh, so gosh. when you Get a draft of it. The first thing you smell is fresh cut jalapenos. It is probably eighty percent of it is in the aroma, and it does have a little bit of a bite at the end. But it's a you know a pepper beer, so Ooh. and that that's taken off. We've uh, kept that in production year round for the last eighteen months. Oh wow, those are such a niche style. Those spicy beers. That that's exactly exactly what I thought. But every single time that you know. We took it away. It was an overwhelming pound on the door. Why don't? Why can't I get this jalapeno <laughs> blonde? And it, I'm, I'm a, I'm amazed by it myself. So, wow. I, I mean, I rem- my first spicy beer was Ring of Fire by Kunin, not Kunin, uh, Dragon Meat. And I, the idea of a spicy beer was mind blowing at the time. How would you? How can you make a beer spicy? Uh, but it's just it's it's amazing to see how far we've come in with all these styles, especially the spicy 
beers. So the, this one you can actually drink a pint and not take a Zantac or anything like that. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it, the spices and the aroma. It's not like a, you know, kill you like mm-hmm. ghost pepper or anything like that. No, I've, okay, I've, I've gone to Great Taste of the Midwest and I came up there and I tried a beer and the guy's like, "Hey, you want to try this beer?" At Old Peninsula, thank you, Dan. And I took a big sip of it, and it was a ghost pepper uh, stout. Oh, and it gosh. cooked me for like two hours. I tasted nothing but burning ghost uh, pepper. Oh, man. Thanks again, uh, Dan Kiplinger. <laughs> <laughs> He's a buddy of mine anyway. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's good that you're making a beer that you can taste the heat, but then also taste the beer. Exactly. And not just like shit. Fire, right? Or, Burning fire, yeah, right. exactly. Right, and and I, I think that, that it's it's going to stay. It's and that's one of the reasons why it's so. It's going to stay a niche beer forever because not everyone's going to like spicy. Not everyone's going to want you know that that taste of nothing but burning in, on their tongue for however long. Right. Whether it's a jalapeno, a habanero, or ghost pepper, or Carolina Reaper, or whatever. Pepper. You should never underestimate the chili heads, though. It's oh, yeah. oh, yeah. an odd group of people. <laughs> uh, so, so you got. So, is there any talks of expansion? Any thoughts about it, or is it kind of kind of keeping it within Frankenmuth? You know, there's there's always talks, but you know, uh, uh, until the trigger's pulled, then sure. uh, yeah. Fair enough. And, uh, you I know, think that's a diplomatic answer. It, it, exactly. I mean, it, 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 expanding a brewery is a very expensive endeavor. Yes. Yeah, and I, lots of people that have done that have possibly wished they haven't. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that that would be a fair fair assessment for some. Uh, I mean, we've seen, we've had a couple that have talked about expanding already. They're in the process of. We, just, you know, some of our guests today, they, they're expanding as we speak. Uh, it, it's a big business decision, especially in a market where you have 300 plus breweries in the state of Michigan alone. Well, 60 to 70 are always in the planning stages of some sort. It seems so. It seems like so. Anybody that's actually listening to this is here's how the math works out. Mm-hmm. For every barrel that you sell in distribution, mm-hmm. you need you can sell a tenth of a barrel across your bar and make the same amount of money. Okay. So every every barrel that you sell across the bar mm-hmm. is 10 barrels in distribution. Hmm. So you wow. sell 100 barrels across your bar, it's 1,000 barrels of distribution beer. Okay. And, and, and when, when you start thinking in those terms, that I mean, it, it, it's mind-boggling. So make your pub cooler. Have people visit. <laughs> Easier to control. Cooler. Sure. And have you been to Frankenmuth Brewing? I have. I've been there several times. Several times. I've done a um, day brewmaster for the day. Yeah, beer brewmaster for the day with Steve. Mm-hmm. And I would say that it was a mind blowing event. So is, is that still offered? Um, you, you know what? We that? are going to uh, we're going to bring that back. Usually we okay. do that in the in the around Christmas time. We offer that, and then we have it in either January or February. And basically, brewmaster for the day is is come in and roll your sleeves up and get dirty and uh, and <laughs> make some beer, and then you know drink the rewards of making beer. And that's exactly what I did. I remember coming in. I think it was nine to three. Was the so it was a six hour day where you came in and you hung all around with Steve and mm-hmm. hung around with a few of the hands that you had on deck and was, you walked through the beer process and was it just you 
It wasn't just me. It was, so it was a group. But a group. so other people. Okay. So yeah, you you booked and you figured it out and sure. everything. Uh, but but you kind of walked through the brewing process and you actually brewed. I believe it was in Detroit Old Amber that day. Yes, and, we did. And it was one of the first. So so I'm you know proud to proud to be behind that. Nice. But at the same time, we just drank all day too. So <laughs> you have a good time with the brewmasters. You drink good beer. And you walk through the brewing process of a specific beer, so I thought that was I, a cool, I, I mean, cool experience. I, I mean, I think I'm the only one on Better on Draft that has yet to make a beer yet at all. <laughs> I mean, secondhand for me, I am, but, I'm not. But, a, but you know, I mean, I've been in some of the brewing operations. Yeah. I, I know Ken has bragged about his ultraviolet countless <laughs> times, uh, but you know, they're generally doing it during the day where I can't do it. But I think I feel like I'm thinking the only one hasn't done it yet to a, right. any to any capacity so i need to get my my brewing game on <laughs> might have to come over to frankenmuth i was to say come over to frankenmuth or uh <laughs> you know visit your local pub I, there's no brewer that's gonna say no no no, no don't give me a hand don't oh, get all no, sweaty. I know. especially <laughs> dig that shit out of the bottom barrel yeah it's like yeah. hey i need you to clean this for <laughs> right me. right They're like, yeah you can go ahead and do that right right uh so, has there ever been? So, is there a beer that you haven't brewed yet in your career as a brewer? Is there something that you always wanted to brew but never had the opportunity, or have are you have you been doing it for long enough to where you feel like you've you, you're, you've done everything, but now you're you're at the stage of seeing what kind of trends pop up, and you might want to tackle that one. You know, going back to the coloring outside of the lines, there's, you know, the beer styles, there are beer styles, traditional beer styles. Um, I believe I brewed most traditional beer styles, something okay. like that. Yep. But there's always other. And, you know, it's it's wide open field. And there's no way that I brewed everything or learned everything or anything even close to that. I mean, it's, it's it, like I said, it, it's a great industry to be in. I, I wouldn't trade it to do anything else. Yeah, wow. And I'd probably do it even if they didn't pay me. Really? How sideways does that sound? <laughs> I mean, if money if money didn't mean anything, you, you should find something you like to do and mm-hmm. do it. And beer is my, my gig. So. I would agree with that, Steve. I think beer is your your calling. Yeah. So. I mean, it's. I mean, we've. I mean, some of the people we've had on today, they've been in the industry for four or five years. It seems to be a, a fair amount of time nowadays. But right. you've been in its. Like, yeah. Nineteen ninety one. Exactly. You've been. You've been at Bell's. You've been at Frankenmuth. Um, you, you've you've kind of seen this this industry in Michigan grow from a little child to almost a countrywide juggernaut. In, oh, absolutely! And and being one of the top in the state with some of the top brewer, breweries in the state, uh, so you've got to see all that. So how does what is that? What kind of what does that make you feel seeing it going from so small to? Well, like to, I said, you know, it, it's it, it's really nice now because back in the early nineties and two thousands, there may mm-hmm. have been like. 20 places to stop or 30 yeah. places stopping in a craft beer. Now, I mean, I haven't visited all the breweries in Michigan. I mean, how many are there? 300? 300, 300 almost something. 400. Yeah. You can it, go on my beer map, my beer map and find out. And, and, and that is just, that, that's mind-boggling to me. Yeah. And it, it, like I said, it's a great time yes. to be uh, to be in, in beer and craft beer. Now, yeah, were were sure. you home brewing at any time? I did. I, I started home brewing in... Uh, 
tenth grade, I uh, oh, was listening to. Wait a minute. I was listening to uh, <laughs> it, my, my biology class, and um, Mr. Bennett said, "And you can make beer." And I'm like, "Hold on, let me rewind this a little bit." <laughs> Yeast eat sugar, and then you can make alcohol. All right, sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> I, I think I remember reading that somewhere that you know Steve was big on. You know, brewing in high school, and that's that that beats out anyone on better on draft. Oh yeah, without you know. question. Without. I mean, nowadays, I'm I'm sure that lots of people are interested. And in, I mean, there's yeah. there's Michigan has what maybe four or five different colleges offering brewing yep. degrees, school craft as yeah. a certificate program. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, uh, do you remember what your first home brew was? In it, it was it drinkable? Do you remember? <laughs> so. My first homebrew, so I used to go get extract from a local bakery, and I didn't realize until reading The Complete Joy of Homebrew that there was a difference between beer extract Mm -hmm. and extract to start bread yeast, because Uh some of my beers would would turn out, like, beery, and some of them would be so sweet that they were undrinkable. Oh, wow. And then I read The Complete Joy of Homebrewing, and it, you know... (laughs) <laughs> Light bulb went off, and I'm like, oh, there's a difference. <laughs> so you're extracts. saying that the first, some of the first ones were definitely well, so, not. So, actually, the, a couple of the first ones were, were very good. And okay. then right. I got uh, a batch of extract from the bakery, and it, was, it wasn't good. It was, so, it was so sweet, it was undrinkable. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Or maybe I didn't pitch the yeast, I don't know. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Anyway, fellas, I got to go. Well Steve, well, Steve, thank you for your time. We really we appreciate, appreciate you coming out. And... Um, Congratulations on, a, on an awesome! I mean, it's been cool. a hell of a career. It seems Excellent. like. Well, you know, I and hopefully have a bunch of time in front of me. So yeah, there you go. We hope so too. We hope so. And uh, um, if you're ever in uh, Metro Detroit, give us a holler. We'll, we would love to have you on for a full a full episode one of yeah. these days. Excellent. We appreciate your time. All right, Thank you. Cheers, fellas. Che- cheers. cheers. Uh, we're gonna take one more quick break, and uh, we will be right back with more on the Better on Draft podcast. And we are back with our final segment. It's going to be a short segment on the Better on Draft podcast. Nick here, Ed here, up to my left. You bet. It has been one fun day here at the World Expo of Beer, wouldn't you say? I agree. Yes. I agree. Were you here yesterday? I was not. You were not. So you, not. Were here to, you were here today? Today. today. Just today. Yes. So what, I, I know, granted that you were kind of helping out with with some of the interviews, in the time and in some of the breweries that you've got to try what are some of the things that kind of jumped out to you well whenever i go to a event like this i always try to try places that i can't get either in the metro detroit market yes or in you know my travels around the state sure so i'm always looking for i've never been i'll admit it i've never been to the upper peninsula yep so i'm always <laughs> looking for places up there and i'm always looking for places that are outside of my regular you know, travels. Sure. So I regularly travel to Grand Rapids, Detroit, mm-hmm. Mid Michigan. Right. So anything that's outside of those realms, I'm going to. Okay. So I tried a few from Upper Hand Brewing. Yes. Love them. What, what, what did they have? Do you remember what they had? Upper. They had the. Well, it's obviously Upper Hand. Yeah. Um, but it had the. Um, they actually won a medal here, but I can't remember oh, the the exact one. But it was barrel aged. It's a barrel aged barley wine. Oh wow! And it was delicious. So you always, whenever you get that oak, yep. whenever you get that barrel age, you know you've hit the spot with a barrel aged barley wine. Huh. So I would say that one was a top one. Okay. Um, and I would also say that. Well, I'm trying to think. Did you have any any ones while I'm thinking? Uh, that Mitten Brewing uh, 
Peanuts and Cracker Jack, uh, that one was really that jumped out to me the most. Um, he, we're here in the, the little VIP area. We had that Neapolitan milk stout from oh, yeah. Saugatuck. Classic. Um, had that one for the first time. That well, yeah, yeah, go on. For the first time. Get me all weird. Yep, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, had that for the first time. Uh, that was that was pretty darn good, too. Sure. So- Saugatuck's is, I've had that one for going on five years. Oh, and wow. I've regularly visited that one well, as a mainstay. Sure. I'd say they're they're a good dis- distribution yep. throughout the state. You're going to find it everywhere. Yep. Whether it's from Crunchies or your your bottle shop across the state. Sure. But um, I had that one again. Okay. And I was re reminded how delicious that one is. Nice. I think my wife and I we're actually planning. I think her grandmother has some kind of cabin or lodge. For the whole family, and it's in Saugatuck. So oh, I good. Think we might have to make a trip out to Saugatuck and actually get it on draft at the actual facility. At the facility. At the facility. Sure, sure. I think we're going to have to. I think we're going to have to do that. I mean, it's such a unique beer when you have chocolate, vanilla, strawberry mm-hmm. all in one beer, yep. and you hit it all. Yeah. I think that they've done a phenomenal job there. So. Yeah. So you've you've done you do brewery reviews. For, I do. for us. Yeah. Let's let's change it a little bit. We're going to do an event now. This is this is my first web. Is this your first? It's my first web so too. So what what are your thoughts about the overall event? I mean, overall, I I'd, I'd say to <clears throat> today the weather, I've heard stories about the weather not behaving mm-hmm. in Michigan, but yeah. I, I believe the weather has cooperated with us in Michigan yep. both Friday and Saturday. Yep. But I would overall say that it's a great event. Yeah. If you're if you've never been to Web before World Expo of Beer, you need to come out and check it out. Yes. Because it has a little bit of everything. It has vendors, it has uh, food, yep. it has beer, it has everything you need. So if you're worried about oh my god I'm gonna drink so much don't worry, there's food. There's a break area. Yes. You know, so I think that as an event, it's a top event to view in the state. I would agree with that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the big tent, though. That's just my own personal preference. That there's a big, it's like you, you get in and you walk into this big tent, and it's kind of like multiple tents, but it looks like one big one. Sure. Um, it's, you know, in shade, lots of people, kind of might get a little bit hot, but again, to your point, Tons of breweries, tons of vendors, different food uh, vendors, food trucks. They're here. They have food. We're here in the pavilion part of the overall venue, um, where it's you know a big out indoor building. It's got you know obviously a little more insulation, and all that, but um, it, it's it's a pretty big ground for sixty. Probably, I think about sixty something breweries, sixty or, or eighty. I 60, saw up to eighty. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to look at. There's a lot of people to, you know, a lot of different breweries and a lot of vendors to stop it and take a look at. Um, they got people selling pretzels on, you know, around. The Bavarian Inn. The, yeah. the Bavarian Inn. Yep, the Bavarian Inn is selling pretzels around the entire grounds of the event. And they're not just in one spot. They're all They're over. walking around yeah. in their bright yellow, neon yellow. Yes. You know, shirt saying pretzels. Yep, yep. I mean, it's it's kind of like a like a sporting event. You know, it's it's a sporting event, and they're selling pretzels. And hey, I mean, we're in a city with tons of German culture. Of course, you're going to have a, a pretzel. Got to have a pretzel. You have to. Um, this has been a, a very very fun day. It's been a long day, but it's been a very very fun day for all of us here on the Better on Draft podcast. 
Uh, we do thank you for your time in tuning in for us here at the World Expo of Beer. Ed, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you Nick. for keeping me company and no not problem. leaving me by myself because I probably would have had a anxiety attack if I had to do this entirely on my own after Ken left. Ken's probably uh, at the, what's it, Fillmore? Yeah, he was seeing Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald at the Fillmore. I think that's where he's, that's, he's probably there now, but you know what? He can take his Patton Oswald, you know, whatever. Uh, Matt's probably in there somewhere. We're going to have to go find him. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here at the Better on Draft podcast from the World Expo of Beer in Frankenmuth, Michigan. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time. And remember, if you like your – how's the saying go? I'm, you know, 170-something episodes, and I still never get it. Remember – No matter what you think no matter, you're uh, here. Yeah, go ahead. You know, Ed, you can go. I, I don't know the whole all thing, right. but – No matter right, – okay, there we go. You got it? Yeah, I got it. I think Ken's going to edit this out anyway. <laughs> it's all good. Remember, no, no matter what you think about your beer, remember it's better, better on draft. draft. Good night, everyone. Have a good one.